but La Chancla sure works. I got snapped at and then warned with a nasty snarl. Both times deployed handy La Chancla. It's true. Kathy B. She's been double chancla before. messing around. Yep. Patty said, so thank you. The cool thing is you always have two on you at all times. Historically. Historically. I guess tomorrow we got to put that chancla video up. It's time. Mm. I think we should put that up every couple months. I know. We it, put that up a long time ago. Um, we've put it up twice so far. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. Probably around a certain a certain conversation like this. Mm. It's like, man, that's the one chancla video where we talk about like, but like people read up, they 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 read us their chocolate stories. You know, my mother used to just whip it up in the air, catch it. That's just like a boomerang. It, boomerang back in my hand. Hits you no matter what. You, you lost your shit It'll on that hit one. you around a corner. It's, oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Hello, Joelle. How are you? I'm great. I know. Exhausting, huh? This is the first time I've sat down all day. Is it really? Yeah. I wow. didn't even take a proper lunch. I ate standing up while you were talking to everybody. Really? Yeah. Did you didn't watch me? I was right in the was daycare your... room eating my lunch. Well, yeah. No, I was, I, was, I was not paying attention. So, um... Hi, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. The What Would Jeff Do Show is a one-hour show from 7 to 8 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Tonight, we had to move it to 7.30 because um, we've been going strong since Shit's crazy around here. And we just finished at 7.05 p.m. Um, and we got, you know, T3 in the house, which is a week-long intensive seminar. And, um, and then just coming off of the Chicago seminar which was highly successful which I'm, I'm still working on the photo album that'll be up um we're going to be working on some videos that are good that are going up for that as well and um uh, if you want to know about the jeff kelman seminars so jeff kelman seminars are problem solving seminars where we help help people work through problems with their dogs and so a lot of it is punitive based meanwhile we train with clickers and food and our obedience because we use a reward-based system but people come to our seminars to learn how to stop unwanted behaviors our seminars if you go through all of the comments and if you look at the flavor of the comments people will say how do i stop how do i stop how do i stop again they want to know how to stop unwanted behaviors that also is punitive based but people need to re-identify or redefine what punishment is you can call it a correction you can call it whatever you want. It's definitely not a reward. It's actually the opposite of reward. It's not, you're not upset. You're not mad. You're not angry. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. Like people really don't understand what proper punishment is. They mm -hmm. think you're mad at the dog. It's right. like, it's the farthest thing. So that's another reason why we love tools. Like the lack of tools makes you usually yell at the dog more. So it's like, no, and let the tools do the talking. And then we're at our training center here in Providence, Rhode Island, where we do everything the whole nine yards. We do start to finish and we get every kind of dog in here, but we specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. We specialize in dogs with some serious behavioral problems, human aggression, dog aggression, high level leash um, reactivity, a lot of separation anxiety. Um, but we also get happy-go-lucky dogs in like Goose. You know, we get these like, he's what, a five month old puppy when he came here. Yep. And we do that. Um, so not much surprises us here at all. Um, we've got, um, uh, everything we do here is, um, mo most things are on a waiting list. Um, 
we travel the world. Well, we used to be able to say that. Now we travel not even North America, the United States, because we can't even go to Canada for our seminar series. But let's get going. You ask, you type in your question, Joel asks it, and I will answer it to you. Questions go quick. Uh, um, answers go quick. If you want to do a one-on-one -on -one online consult, that will, links will be posted for that. You can also go to our website. That's way slower paced, not as you know, sarcastic, not with the kind of humor that we have here. Um, it's serious business. Um, so let's jump in, jump right into it. Kathy B. Hi, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. How are you? Ashley, greetings, you tired souls. Your go get them attitude keeps me going too. Content has been amazing lately. Hugs. Thank you. Yeah. So Joelle is in charge of all of our social media and the social media team. And boy, is she running the damn good team. I have so many videos I have to go over and tonight. We, we so. have got a actually a social media company, JG Media Services, Services. being launched um, uh, this week. And we're going to be able to help say, sm all small businesses. It's not a dog training thing, mm -hmm. it's a small business service thing and yep. helping people put together content we can do also um uh, we do a lot i do tons of online um consulting right now um and lots of fun things we'll be doing with that company so we're really excited to launch that company and next melissa said good evening all. hey melissa how are you dan hey jay dan here i run a rescue i had a dog dropped in my backyard last night dog is incredibly fear aggressive worst i've seen yet I managed to get a slip lead on and danced it into a crate, but now it's pissing and shitting on itself in fear and wants to kill me. But how will I muzzle? I have never used a catch pole. Yes, I'll buy a Skype session. Available tonight, LOL? No, I'm not available tonight. Actually, I'm not even, I might not be available next week. I'm pretty booked solid because this week I'm not doing any online sessions. So um, everybody missed a week of my availability. So like um, if you book an online session, you can go right to the website. We do so many of them. You just buy it right in the shopping cart, like a T-shirt, and Taylor will book it with you. She'll go back and forth with email, and we'll and we'll book it for everything from half an hour to an hour. They're incredibly helpful. Um, is what I would do is is number one, let the dog have some soak time. Let it have some soak time. Things will be better tomorrow. All right. Take it slow. Don't be in a rush. Try to set up a methodical system. Where at least at a minimum, you can get the dog out of the kennel, go to the bathroom, walk it around your backyard, back in the kennel. Don't ask anything of the dog yet. Nothing of the dog yet. Oh. Next. Oh. Unless you get a unless you get a muzzle on the dog. Next. Susie. I think she just tagged somebody. Oh, Michael, cool. is my wife Haley behaving herself at T3? Michael, Haley is out of control. She's on probation. She's been asked to, um, we've had to have three sit-downs with her. She's got two days left. I'm just hoping that she makes through the two days without causing a ruckus because um, she's she's walking on thin ice. Next. Uh, Patrick, hello. How do we get our three-and-a-half-month-old puppy to stop nipping our children? He doesn't nip my wife and I as much because we bonk him. Okay, so what you want to do is the thing about puppies and kids is they, they like the dog until they don't like the dog. They're all excited about the new puppy, and mm -hmm. then they hate the new puppy. Mm -hmm. So we're big advocates of bonking. So if it, you don't need your kids to bonk the dog, you, with the dog nips the kid, you say no, and then you bonk. If people don't know what a bonker is, go onto my website. I mean, I'm onto my YouTube channel, look up bonking. And it is a wrapped up towel. And it's a, we have a very, very specific way on how we make it. We have a very, very specific way on how we use it. The timing on it, you want it to be impeccable but I walk everybody through it step-by-step step, how to properly apply the bonker. There is a proper way to do it. Just like 
we clicker train. There's a proper way. To, there's a proper way to clicker train as well. It's the same thing. Everybody's always afraid of like making a mistake on an, on a Punisher. Believe it or not, if you make mistakes on you know a reward, you can mess up your dog even more. You mess up your dog even more. So we're just going to look behind us every once in a while because we've got a separation anxiety dog um, that we're just monitoring right now. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gumman seminars. Oh, thank you so much. Virginia, should I prong my puppy on his first walk after his shots? Yeah, I mean, you you can actually walk your dog before its first shots. But the walk is not as important at all. Gretchen, can you do me a favor? Can you open up that door so Bert can go in? And then once he's in, actually close it. Thank yeah. you. Um, this, is, this is the thing is... Um, Hold on a second. Bert, go on. Good boy. I think the kids here is like throwing him off. Yeah, everything is throwing him off. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that I, right now what I would be doing is I'd be working on um, all food and marker training. So you can use a clicker. You can use the word yes. Use whatever reward marker you want. You want to be consistent. You can use the dog's daily food. If the dog eats one cup a day, two cups a day, whatever it is, put it in a, in a little treat pouch. That's what you're training your dog on. Sit down place, kennel up, recall, lots and lots of recall drills, and then stop some unwanted behavior such as nipping, whining, barking, and jumping. And that's obviously a non-food protocol. And don't worry about duration. Don't worry about distance and watch out for your distractions and do lots and lots and lots of reps. Um, I would wait until a minimum of 14 weeks before you use a prong collar. There's no rush to get the dog walking at all right now. Have them drag around a long line so they feel the pressure on their neck. Um, just on a, even on a flat buckle collar or a martingale, that's, that's, that's the important thing. Next. Brandon, I have four dogs, used to get along, then started attacking the youngest, biggest dog. All in crates now so they don't hurt him. Ripped him up pretty bad last time. Do I try to fix or suck it up and decide to rehome? So, you know, absolutely try to fix first. So something's going on, Brandon. Why? Mm. You know, there's, there's, been a, there's been a breakdown of the structure of the pack. So... Take 100% responsibility of that and start running. When you have four dogs, Brandon, you should be running your home like a boarding train. Literally running your home like a boarding train. The next 90 days, everybody kennel up. Everybody eat. Everybody, we're walking this way. We're downing this way, sitting this way, placing this way. We're doing duration work. We're doing active training. Obviously, you exercise your dog. I'm a huge advocate of exercise. I'm a huge advocate of activities. But this concept is... If you, you give your dog more exercise, it'll, it won't get into a fight. That's the biggest line of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. So you're trying to tell me if I run my dog 10 miles a day and he's fighting with my current dog, he's not going to fight again? Well, maybe when he's passed out, he won't. But tomorrow morning when he wakes up, he'll be raring to go. You're just going to build yourself an athlete. And, I'm not, and I love exercise. I got no problem with brain games. I got no problem with any of that stuff. But the way you stop aggression is by making it intolerable for the dog to be aggressive. So you have to advocate for the one that's getting attacked and then you've got to be proactive with your corrections on the thinking of attacking the younger one on all three dogs. Next. Vegan power couple recently got a new dog and the other dog has shown aggression when I feed him and new dog comes up close, growls, snaps at him. Is it just a strong e-collar correction or should I always feed separate? Well, as a, as a general policy, you should always feed them separate. And I've seen all the videos of dogs eating right next to each other. But to me, eat in your crates. But also I would teach the dog that goes up to the other dog while it's eating the out command. So what it means is get out of here. Don't let that dog through training approach the other dog. You respect its space. Respect its space. Next. 
JB, hey guys, I've noticed that in your video showing dogs in the heel command, you and the clients will have your hand behind your back while holding the leash. Does this help the technique? Thank you. So, so JB, so it's not a cue. It is not us holding the dog back. You can tell the leash is still slack. There's no, there's no tension on the leash. It's just comfortable. It prevents from getting rounded shoulders. It's, that's it's, why I started doing it's it. It's just more comfortable to have the dog. When you walk dogs all day long, and not that that's what the staff does, but they do put in some miles. I know Joel does anywhere from seven to 10 miles a day, plus trains dogs all the time. You just got to put the mile in there. You got to put, you know, you know, that's only what that's like a mile a dog. So it's actually not that far. Um, but you, you know, we have everybody working all the dogs, but so you, what it is, is just becomes a more comfortable thing. Next. Michelle P said, hi, hi. Hey, Michelle P. How are you? Curiel, do you do virtual training? I do, Curiel. I do. I'm a ton of online consults. Go to our website, go to the shop. You can purchase it right there. Christine took in foster GSD two weeks ago. Gets along good so far with my two GSDs. Nice. All six-year-old females. I keep her on leash by me or 30-foot lead outside Smart. and all seems okay. How should I know when the dog is ready to free roam? She had placed her head over the back of the other dogs and I separated them. So this is the thing. Start your training though. I mean, start your training, start your basic obedience, start your duration work, um, do interior. You know, I'm not a big fan of free roaming. I mean, outside in the yard, of course, but inside the house, just go to place and mind your business. Like there's no, th this is a lifestyle choice, a lifestyle choice. I just don't see the practical application of, here's a great example. Bird, things are a little bit different in the room tonight. There's a couple of extra people in this room tonight. Bert, plus we have T3 going on. Um, so Bert, which is one of Joelle's dogs, was sort of walking around like unsettled. Not confused, but he was like, his routine has been broken, which is fine. I mean, dogs should learn how to adapt to different routines. But he also has like, it's 7 o'clock. This is 7.30. This is what I do. And all of a sudden, I can't do it. And I want to do it. How old is Bert? Eight. He's eight years old. It's like... Like, I just want to fucking go lie down. Leave me alone, guys. Meanwhile, he's this really active dog. So that's when you heard me say, Gretchen, open up the door, which is an office door. Let him go in there, close the door. And he's like, finally, somebody freaking told me what to do. Like, they need, so Bert needs guidance. Mm -hmm. He needs guidance. And he doesn't always need guidance. He doesn't, he's not micromanaged. But if he doesn't have access to his routine, and dogs love routine, he, yeah, he's just like, what the heck am I going to do? Right. I can't go to my usual sleeping Spot. quarters. Right. So dogs love routine. So here's a great example with him free roaming was not in his best interest. So, but that dominant bullshit there that that dog did, I would have corrected that dog very firmly for doing that. Now, that could be an imitation to play. Absolutely. But we don't know. I'd rather play it on the safe side. Next. Sarah Bug Art said, evening, everyone. Hey, how are you? Melissa posted the link to sign up for virtual one-on-ones with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sarah Bug Art, question. I just got a job, and I'm saving to start with a local trainer. I'm also interested in getting a Skype with you, but I'm very hands-on learner. Would a Skype session be a good idea? So, I hope that wasn't phrased weirdly. That was. I, I was a little bit confused by the way you phrased it. I had it no idea what the so hell you were talking Sarah about. Sarah Bug Art, can you please write that differently so I better understand it? So this is the thing. Um online training, we don't call it Skype training anymore, even though I do once in a while because we use StreamYard, the same platform that we're on right now. Um, but I understand being a hands-on trainer. This is the thing, though. Without the correct information, all the hands-on training in the world won't help. So I can walk you through what to do. And if you're a visual learner, 
We've got tons of free videos. So you need to know the correct information and you need to know how to apply the correct information. The cool thing about hands-on training is even if I was there right next to you, I would coach you, I would show you, but I'm not going to hold your physical hand. So I can do the same thing virtually. I, I virtual train anywhere from three to five clients a day around the world. Some days I do five different countries. It's pretty cool, if you ask me. Technology, I love it. Next. Um, Billy said still dealing with separation anxiety. So Billy, you know, separation anxiety could be a one-day fix, which happens with us 99% of the time, I would say. 99% of the time or two, three, four-week fix. Some dogs struggle. Some dogs absolutely struggle. So we're right there with you. But have you done an online council with us? You might be missing something. And I'm not trying to get people to sign up for the online. This, like, I don't do a free show to feed my online council business. But it's a great opportunity for people that are not geographically close to us or they can't pay for a boarding train to get advice, one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one advice. Right. So, but if you're dealing with separation anxiety, man, that's a that's a life destroyer, the dogs and yours. So, it's definitely worth the investment. Next, Bo, hello guys, greetings from Oso and Mom. What are your recommendations downscaling teaching a leash walk to a tiny eight-pound dog who operates in binary mode, either breaks on fully or pulling full strength and choking? Dog is too small for a prong, and Martingale does not help. So you can get a 1.75 millimeter prong collar for an eight pound dog, Bo, just to let you know. So just to let you know. So I would do that next. Mm, Judy, hi J&J, do you leave your prong collar on dogs all day even when not training the individual at the moment? My GSD is getting too collar wise and blows me off a lot more when just on a flat collar. Should I keep the prong on during the day? I mean, we don't. We don't, I rarely use any collars or leashes with my dogs, but big deal. I'm a dog trainer and they're my dogs. They listen to me. Out in the woods, I put remote collars on them for those what if moments like deer, coyote, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I think interior wise, you should at least have your dog dragging a leash until your dog is under voice control. And if your dog is, is a selective listener, well, then you absolutely should be having a leash on, on your dog. But it doesn't have to be a prong. But sleeping, no. In the crate, no. But I think that it's important that you have your dog under voice control because you you might be missing training opportunities. She's asking about a prong collar, though. I know. Okay. Yeah, but you want to have a leash know. attached to it. You want right. to have a leash. So a prong collar is just a collar. It doesn't do anything until it's activated. So you need a leash to activate it. Next. Um, Kathy enjoyed the video with Marcos. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy, you want to do one? Want to do a Jeff Talks video? Let me know. We'll do it. Thank you. Vegan power couple, but should I correct the dog who's being aggressive toward the other dog around food? Like when he growls and snaps at him, should I correct for that with the e-collar? So there's a dog eating the food that's being aggressive around the dog that's coming over. I would actually advocate, yes, you should, but I would also advocate for it's a two-way street. I would actually correct the dog that came over first. And then what I would do is I practice walking by with dogs. So if I'm walking by you when you're eating and now you're being aggressive, I would correct you for that. But for the dog coming up to the food bowl, that's not acceptable behavior on the on the dog coming up to the food bowl. Next. 
Zero Sanity. Hello, Jeff and Joel. How are you guys tonight? I'm doing really well. I'm, I'm, I sat down. I instantly got tired. Yeah, I can so tell. Bad. You've like, yawned like three times. Like 87 times. Like every other sentence, I'm yawning. It's really bad. I think it's only the, 84. The Stop second I sit down. Yeah. Well, I fell asleep today. We'll have to do a standing show. We could. We can or get like one. A we can. I, 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 I had walking treadmills walking, on my list. A walking desk, not a walking Yeah, that's treadmill. what I had. I had a walking desk on my on my thing. I need something. On my wish like list. Real yeah. bad. Next. Um, Patrick, hi Jeff. How can we correct our puppy that exhibits resource aggression when we give him a treat, specifically bones? So, Patrick, when you say puppy, how old is the dog? What you're going to do, I need to know how old the dog is, but bottom line is you're going to say no and then use the bonker. Bonk. No bonk. And if anybody out there tells you you're going to ruin the relationship with the dog, you're going to make the dog all this afraid of you, you're going to cause the dog injury, it's like, I'm not seeing it. I bonked, I don't know, thousands and thousands of times. So, next. Purely balanced canine. Hey, guys. Our seven-month-old GSD seems to be triggered as seemingly nothing. His state of mind seems to always be anxious and reactive. His day is filled with structure and obedience. Any tips? Example, hanging out in place or hanging out in our room and then does an alarm bark and starts low growling at nothing else audible. So, purely balanced. Your dog might be hearing voices in its head. You know what I mean? So that was a joke. So what I what, what I'm thinking is this: <clears throat> your dog is physically being obedient, but not mentally in the right state of mind. So you actually would correct that. So if your dog is in place or in a down inside and used to be doing any type of duration work, and that head is not on the ground in total relaxation mode then you need to start encouraging to do, to do that. But dogs hear things that we don't hear. True that. They might hear a garbage truck down the street. They might hear the UPS truck down the street. They might hear thunder in the distance that you didn't hear. They might hear, you know, a bark that you didn't hear. Next. Um, Lindsay, hey, J&J, always love seeing the videos of so many dogs being walked by your staff. However, I struggle with getting more than one dog to stay in position. They're all great solo, but yeah. adding a dog creates chaos. How do you work toward pack walking by yourself? So this is the thing. What you do is this. Teach the dogs to walk behind. So I used to do a 14 to 16 dog pack walk. I don't do that anymore, nor am I really interested in doing it anymore. Thank you. But I obviously wasn't using strength. I was using technique. But I think it's all about, <clears throat> number one, why do the dogs feel that they can pull ahead on the walk. Why do they feel they can pull ahead on the walk? So you need to have a conversation with them that says, what are you guys fucking nuts? You don't do that with me. And how do you do that? By training proper position with one, making sure the dog is definitely understands the protocol, understands the position of where the dog's supposed to be. I would encourage you watching the spatial pressure video that I've got posted in multiple places. And then what I would do is when you have two dogs at the beginning of the walk, you might have to say to the dogs through the leash, through communication, through training, this is how things are going to be on this walk. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, you can start off the walk with a energy correction, meaning you're correcting the energy the dog is in. And people will be like, oh, then they'll hate the walks. Well, no, they won't. But you hate the walks. What about you? What about the owners? How come nobody's advocating for owners? Like so many people are like, well, but the dog, but the dog, but the dog. And I'm not saying it like 
your dog should be living in a world of discomfort, fear, pain, or, or distress. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is the human shouldn't be living in a world of discomfort, pain, fear, or distress. True that. And I don't know about you, but leash reactive dogs, they ain't so fucking distressed. They ain't so fucking in pain. They're not uncomfortable. They're having a great old time. Owners are all five the opposite. All those things that I said that they're living in. So, next. Gina, would you guys consider coming to Asheville, North Carolina? I'd love to attend one of your seminars. We're going to be in... Um, Asheville is amazing. It is. It's beautiful there. We're find gonna, us a venue. Find us a venue in Asheville. We're going to be in Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is not a far drive. I mean, highly uh, it kind of is, but... Not with our clients, it isn't. Sure. Not with our clients, it isn't. When we did one in Greenville, we got people from Asheville. That's close, though. We got people from... When we did one in Greenville, we got people from Asheville all the time. Next. Michael already tagged yeah, yeah, Holly. Jessica, hey y'all, thanks for being here. Best advice for someone wanting to get into professional dog training. No good balanced trainers in Atlanta, from what I found. There are some good balanced dog trainers in Atlanta. You just gotta you just gotta, you know, look for them. But even if there is, there's room for at least one more. What I would do is um, what I would do is Try to find somebody. It doesn't have to be in the Atlanta area. It could be anywhere. Intern underneath them. Learn as much as you can. Get your hands on as many dogs as possible. You need practical, hands-on experience. Next. Medusa the Cana Corso. Hi. For some reason, my question was skipped. Part one and two. We didn't see it. No. Nope. We didn't see it. I even went back to double check. So it's possible anything. that you might have. Okay. Here's a couple of things. If you named another trainer or trainer company, we don't do those questions at all. Because I, I feel really strongly that we don't do. We, no, but it didn't even that. appear, though. But it did not even appear on our thing, which means it could have been too long. And then if you're on you're on YouTube, yeah. YouTube would have bounced it out next. Purely Balanced Canine, thank you so much. You're welcome. Paul, you're the best, Jeff. Your videos have helped me tremendously. Thank you. Hi, Joel. So, Paul, you're welcome. And also, just, Hi, as, much, most, just as much kudos go to Joel. You know? Everybody I here. Mean, I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, if it's an old, old video, yeah, it was just me back in the day. But in the, in, in the last, you know, eight years, it's, we've got a great team. And in the last two years, Joelle has been part of that team. So, you know, and she probably was filming it if it's been the last couple of years. But the bottom line is, whoever made the video is not the point. The point is that you're being helped and it's free. And I appreciate you consuming them and I appreciate you um, applying them. There's a lot of people out there that consume our videos, but they're not applying it. Not just our videos, a lot of videos. Mm -hmm. Like you can learn a foreign language for free. You can get a Harvard level MBA, which if that means something to you, for free. Everything's online. You can have, you can, you can learn so much from just reading so many online books, watching so many online videos, all for free. Next. What are you looking at? I was like, who's wandering out there because Gretchen's in here. Who was it? Uh, Taylor. Oh, yeah. scared me. You're like I know. Looking it's like 8 o'clock at night. My God. Um, Melissa said that we didn't see the question. Virginia, I have to say, bonking helped save my relationship with my dog. He listens so much more now, and he still wags his tail and gives me licks. You guys are doing great work and helping a lot. Thank you. So you heard it right out of the mouth of Virginia that all this false narrative. See, there's such a false narrative out there, and this and I and trust me, you've all you most of you have seen it. I've seen it. This Jeff Gelman's a dog abuser. Like guys, 
It's such a false narrative. It's so overused, but it's also really small-minded, uncreative, lazy thinking. It's such a lazy phrase. Mm -hmm. It's the lazy. It's the it's the lazy person's hate phrase. They throw it out there, and then what are you going to do? Say no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. It's like okay. Which part of my dog training, let's have a conversation on this right now. Which part of my dog training is abusive? You hit dogs. Okay, when have you ever seen me actually hit a dog? I want to know the date, the time, the city, the dog's name, the situation I was in. When have I ever hit a dog? I saw you throw a cotton towel at a dog. Oh, you saw me correct successfully a dog who was lunging at another dog whose owner drove down from Salt Lake City all the way to Las Vegas. And she had one purpose and one purpose only. Jeff, I'm in a wheelchair permanently. My dogs are seeing dogs and dragging me on my face. Can you please stop it? I'd like you to bonk them. And everyone's like, well, the timing was wrong. Don't educate me on the timing of a bonker. I learned how to bonk from Gary Wilkes. My timing is impeccable on the bonker. People don't understand latency period. They don't understand loading. They don't. They don't. They don't understand. You know, uh, marker words at all. My timing is impeccable on a bonker. So, this is the thing. If you want to say because I stopped a, I stopped a dog from being dog aggressive with a cotton towel if you want to call that dog abuse like you got to be kidding me get over it like i don't train sit down place recall you know any obedience command like that i use a clicker and a food and i'm not being defensive but this narrative it's ridiculous and it's lazy it's lazy how about just saying this jeff I don't like you. Okay. That I'll, that I, I will, I will, I got no problem with you saying that, but this abuse narrative, like we've stopped more aggressive dogs. We've kept them in the home than anybody that I know. What? Because you've got animal rescuer in your freaking bio that makes you like an angel. Ooh, you pulled a dog from a shelter. I'm not being disrespectful from people that work at shelters or that pull a dog, but I'm just saying, okay, now, now who's going to rehab that dog? And then where's it going to go? And then where's it going to go? And are they going to be successful? Next. Um, Melissa posted a link to your Patreon channel. Great. I'm not angry. I'm passionate as fuck because I'm sick and tired of dogs dying that don't need to be dying. And I'm sick and tired of owners struggling that don't need to struggle. And I'm sick and tired of dog trainers giving owners false promises and still taking money. Next. And you're pontificating. Next. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Marilyn. My 10-month-old puppy was greeting two people today who were seated on a bench oh, when another calm dog walked past. My puppy growled at the passing dog. Do I correct the growl with e-collar? Yes, you do. And you're going to hear if you correct the growling, the dog won't give a warning next time. It'll just bite. It'll just bite. No. No. Not if you mark it with no and correct. Next. I don't think I've ever, ever seen that. I've never with seen it in my life. all the aggressive dogs we worked with, I've never seen Put a dog just... Okay. Put it this way. I'm not going to growl. I'm just going to bite you. 
put it this way. We have dogs that literally go from calm to biting, no growl, and they've never been corrected in their life. It's so, most of these dogs like, don't even growl they before don't growl. they bite. They just, yes, they do just bite. They just but bite it's, like, it's, it's called being able to read a dog's body language. Yes. It's not because the owner took away the growl. It's because right. they just don't growl. They just go right in for the attack. Yes. So it's all, it's all, it's Load, all, again, attack. it's this false narrative that's being put out there by a certain ideology of dog training that unfortunately has no expertise in dog rehab. Next. Dan, I'm in Canada. I'll be coming to a seminar once the border opens. Also, Joelle, since Jeff is busy, you want to save my life tonight with a video session? I'll pay emergency fees. LOL, this dog is going to kill me. So not to take anything out of Joelle's pocket, I do all the online video tutorials. Dan, I gave you some really, really good advice, buddy. Let the dog soak. Let the dog soak. Get it out. Be safe. Tomorrow will be better. Next. Pack leader dog training. Hey, J&J. First live I've been able to see in a while because I've been kicking some ass in my business. Pack leader dog so training. Proud of you. I am proud of you. Rhonda, do I need to put the prong on my dog and remind her how to walk on it from time to time? She runs off leash every day outside and does beautifully just on e-collar. She doesn't enjoy neighborhood walks. Should I take her on them anyway? So here's the thing, Rhonda. I've got a client that I had, oh my gosh, 15 years ago. The dog learned all the basic command, both on-leash and off-leash. They moved to the country. The dog lived off-leash. So for a year, the dog was always off-leash. Always had great recall, great house manners, great obedience. And then she was like, they went on a vacation, and they took the dog to like some small little probably skiing town or something like that. So I remember they were skiers. And like the dog like couldn't walk on a leash anymore. Why? Because it's always off leash. So it's probably good to do a refresher once in a while. Mm. Next. Liz, help. We can't get my seven-month German Shepherd to stop biting us, especially my 10-year-old son. He jumps on us, bites us when we correct him. We've tried ignoring, whining, or crying using the bonker. Okay, do me a big favor. Ignoring is yes. You gave your dog permission to do it. Whining or crying? Is that you whining? Is that like when the dog bites and you're like, ah! Like they say, like make a squeaking noise. I have a very specific video, a very specific protocol. Why do I say that? Because it works specifically 100% of the time. I have never seen this protocol fail. And I've tried it on thousands of dogs. I do it live in every one of my seminars. We do not have dogs jump on us. We just don't. They don't jump on us. We stop it immediately. Watch the video. It's on our YouTube channel. Thanks. Mm. Medusa the kind of Corso. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Okay, yes, it was too long. I know. You still haven't asked the question. I know. We're still waiting for the question. So now we're seeing all your comments because your comments are short. Eric Stanbrow. Joel, it's not winter yet. You know what, Eric? It was 46 degrees so, this morning. Eric, okay. I don't do cold. Below it, 70. Okay. Is winter. But hold on here. Eric was just in Louisiana doing one of his HDR seminars. Yeah. In his shorts. Be quiet, Eric. By the way, Eric, your fucking calves look really good, buddy. Okay? But don't be throwing this. It's not cold. It's cold as hell here. You guys wear shorts in the winter probably in Ohio. I'm from Ohio, so 
you're some hard-ass freaking military cop, Navy SEAL, retired police officer, dog and trainer. And I'm a soft snowflake. Okay, so don't give Joelle any shit, because I'll fucking drive down there and I'll defend her honor. I can't handle okay? the cold. Sorry, I don't belong in New England. Erica, I love you, buddy. Next. Paul, True Jeff, kudos to all your staff. Thank you, Paul. Patty, hello. Love hearing all this info. I have an eight-week puppy, probably part Chihuahua, who bites and growls all the time. Uh, what can we do to stop this? No. Eight bonk. weeks old? Good Lord. No and bark. Now, temper your bark for the eight-week-old, but you can yeah, stop Yeah, use it. a face cloth. Yes. Um, Patty, hello. Love hearing all this info. Oh, I just read that. Kathy B., in a pinch, a flip-flop makes a really handy bonker. So the, I've heard. The chancla, the chancla is the the OG bonker. of bonkers. Medusa the Cana Corso. Daughter's dog has been biting its paws. Veterinarian prescribed Valium, Prozac, and Apoquil. Um, I don't know where the rest okay, is, though. It's right there. Nope, that's not it. Okay. So, um, yes. Oh. Yeah. And then, LOL, after watching you guys, all this dog needs is a few bonks. So yeah. I yeah. I mean... This is the problem that I've kicked. I love my vet. I love my vet vet. I, I think my, my personal vet is fantastic. I love him. I trust him. Unfortunately, a lot of vets overdose the dogs. So for your dog, your, your vet to prescribe three mind-altering medications for an OCD behavior, mm -hmm. when you could have just said no and bonk, with a cotton towel, not only does it save you money, because last I checked at Walmart, towels were a dollar thirty-two, which is about probably the, the the price of one fucking pill. Oh my gosh! Do you know ground beef is back down to a dollar sixty-nine now? Yes, it's been in there for a while. Oh. Yeah, it's been, but but it was up. Yes, it's been there for a couple months, Joelle. I didn't know you were paying that little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was still above two. That's because I keep buying it. I've been buying it for oh. for both of us. That's why. Yeah. Um, we're just talking because our, our raw wholesaler, we were paying $6 a pound. It was so weird. Brown it was so weird because he would, during COVID. he would sell it for a dollar 39, sometimes down to a dollar 19 and in COVID it went up to $6. And I'm like, I buy it for three ninety nine to three nineteen in the grocery store. You're a wholesaler. How could that be? They're doing a thing on chicken too. I don't know if you didn't 15 cents. I don't do pound. chicken anymore. I know. Now, I chicken either. for 15 cents a pound, I might. It's like six bucks for a 40 pound yeah. case. 15 cents? 15 cents. Oh, you know why? Pound. There's an oversupply. Probably. What hap what's happening right now in the meat, meat, meat distribution system of the United States is they're killing animals and they're not turning them into processed meat because of the lack of workforce. Because mm. a lot of the plants are closing down. But meanwhile, the animals are still alive. So until they balance that out, they're on a six, they're on a six month cycle. So it's like we, we have to we have to raise the animals now. So by the time it's time to kill them, it's like we've got them. So yeah. they're like trying to they're they're messing. They're, COVID's really messed up the whole meat supply yeah. system. Next, um, Emily, I always respond with the fact that you literally save so many dogs' lives. Ones that no one else will touch makes me so frustrated. Yeah, but don't let it make you frustrated. And don't Emily, thanks for defending me, but you don't have to. I think the marketplace can be sorry. I think the marketplace is getting very, very smart. I really, really do. Yeah. CT Vader. Hi, all. Hope you had a great week. I was watching an old video with a trainer named John. Is he still here? No, John was with me for 10 years, and John decided he's always wanted to live out in the country. And he bought this little hobby farm. And 
we left on great terms and 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 we actually like he gave me like six months notice he's like jeff in six months i got this plan i'm like awesome awesome thank you so much so um has a family you know beautiful wife um I don't, does he have another child now no she, i think just, just, just one because he has one one baby um, in fact one of the memories of his weddings came up a little, a little bit ago and i think it was over the summer and um no, but he's not with me anymore. I'm not actually not sure what he's up to. Next. Medusa the Conocorso. already read that. Raymond, we have a three-year newly adopted lab mix that slightly growls and shows teeth with some family members, yeah. but is fine with me when we pet her. Yeah. Is that behavior bonk-worthy? And if so, do you reward future good behavior when being pet? So this is the thing, Raymond. It's not unusual for a dog to be good with family members and not good with non-family members or non-like primary owners. It's very, 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 very common. Your dog can be great with you, great with your kids, and great with the other family dog. But meanwhile, attack other adults, other children, other dogs. Like it's very, very common. Your dog could spoon with your family cat and attack dogs. Like, you know, there, there's so many variables. This is but the, this is with some family members. It's well, with him. I'm talking about immediate family okay. though. Is, is or I said it shows teeth with some family members. Okay, but, but it's fine but, with me. That could be ants and stuff. But, but okay, let's just say this. That I'll. Do you want the behavior to stop or stay? I want it to stop. I'm sure you want it to stop too. So no, bonk. Then what you do is you get yourself a clicker and you get yourself uh, a food bag and then you have family members walk by. If the dog doesn't even load or react, you would say no, click, and then um, reward. Next. But also make sure you pay attention to intent. Make you wouldn't sure. say no, click and reward. Did I say no? Yes. Oh, no, you say yes. Thank you. Click and reward. I was still thinking <laughs> no, about. No, click, reward. You're thinking counter conditioning. Yes. Click, right. Reward. Yes. Counter conditioning. Yes. I'm a no and then apply the, the punisher. Next. Um, hopefully that made sense. Yes. And Melissa posted a link to my Patreon channel. Thank, Thank you, you, Melissa. Definitely join. Jo please join Joelle's Patreon channel. You, she, will, she will virtually kick your butt with her workouts. And then also, if you want to sign up for a private food plan, her understanding macros is like diets do not work, but understanding Macro queen. Uh, and understanding macros is a whole another world. And you'd be surprised what you can eat, like sort of anything you want. You just it's just a big numbers game. Next, John, I've used a prong collar for a while now and always popped for correction. The bonker has been a far more successful at stopping the unwanted behavior. I carry a bonker on all my walks now. Nice. Joe, I rescued my dog a year ago. He was returned to the kennel three times before us. Using your videos, I trained him. Now all I hear is how I have such an amazing dog on and off leash. Thank so, you. So, Joe, first of all, thank you. Second of all, make sure people don't pl don't plug me. Don't plug me. Plug yourself. Don't don't get plugged up like that's constipation. That's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is, let people know. Yep, one year of hardcore training I put into this dog. Yep, hours and hours of training I put in this dog. Yep, I worked with this dog every day. I think people just need to know it's like this didn't just – there are those dogs out there that are just like good – like look at Bert. Right. It's like, you know, it's like there are those dogs out there that are just like, you know, they came out of the womb, good dogs, they stayed good dogs. Mm -hmm. But we don't see many of them. Yeah. I think most of your dogs that are well-behaved and well-trained – Somebody put a lot of work into them. 
a lot of but even Bert, like yeah, behavior wise, he's decent, but like he had his stupid stuff that he would do, and, and I had to correct it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even right. something like charging up to people because he's excited to see them. It's like you can't do that. Right, right, right. So he's had his fair share of corrections. Next, um, Colin. Evening, Jeff and Joel. Hey, how are you, Colin? Kristen. Hey, J and J. Madison, Wisconsin. Always following. Hey, Madison's in the house. Is it like freezing cold there right now already? Probably. Ohio is cold as hell. I mean, Illinois. Yeah, wait, I always think Chicago is like Ohio. I don't know why. Not even, no, it's <laughs> They're not. not even close. Well, it's close technically. Not that close. Not that close. Um, Leslie said thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Leslie. Sorry, I thought there was a question. You're yeah. welcome, Leslie. Emily, deciding whether or not the, to neuter our GSD. He's 17 months. I don't know enough to feel strongly either way, but I read it makes them less interested in roaming. Would that help significantly with off-leash ability, or is that just 100% training? So, <laughs> I'm not seeing removing the testicles of a dog stop an unwanted behavior. The only thing I'm seeing is less ball sack fucking dragging on the ground when they sit, and I'm seeing less procreation. Wes is not neutered. He's never, ever He doesn't off. roam. I think, put it this way, there's a lot of Roman dogs out there, and they don't have any balls. Next. Eric said, I do, because I'm showing off leg tats. Yeah. Hello. It's My true. God. It's true. All right. Uh, Bia... Hi, Jeff. I love the videos. I'll be at your seminar in Austin oh, with nice. my dog, Ollie, that I adopted a month ago. He's doing good so far. Thanks for the great videos. Awesome. Yeah, Austin's going to be good. In fact, the Austin seminar, just to give you a heads up, is going to be about 30 minutes south of Austin. We've got this fantastic, beautiful, beautiful piece of farmland. Ah, I'm so excited. Next. Megan, training dog off-leash with a long line using e-collar. Smart. We're at the point where the leash can drag, and her recall is fantastic awesome. without the e-collar. When I break her from a heel, I like to let her run around, and depending where we are, I don't mind her far away. Private property, forest, no long line needed. But I live on a beach and want her to stay in a certain distance from me. What's a good command to teach her this? I know you're going to say, like, you can say broccoli, but I'm struggling to find, I don't know where the rest so is. So this is the thing. It's not about who said that, Megan. Megan, it's not about the command. It's about the training. So what I suggest you do is put the long line back on the dog. And I know you've got all this free space and you don't mind your dog running away from you. But you're allowing your dog to practice a behavior that you don't want at certain times, which is also fine to do. But what I would do is I would focus more on, you know what, I don't want you more than 25 to 30 feet or whatever your determining point is. All right. And it's just recall. Do lots of recall, which is here, command or come command. Next. Rita. Hi, I am Brazilian and live in Brazil. Love you guys. I have a mild physical disability and my dogs, Rottweiler and two mixed breeds, are great at home in terms of obedience. How do I get them to obey me when we are on the streets? I become invisible to them. They won't listen. So you're going to start with one dog at a time. So if I, if I knew Portuguese, I would say hello in Portuguese. Um, so do you know Raquel, by the way? Do you know Raquel? <laughs> Most people know Raquel. And Rita, do you know Raquel? She's probably watching right now, she's secretly. A, she's a dog trainer. Um, so um, everybody knows Raquel in Brazil. So this is the thing. It's not that you, you, you do become invisible, but the distractions are too high. All three dogs are together. So what you need to do is work one dog at a time inside get all the commands to be non-negotiable, get to correction phase, bring them outside on a leash, run them through the commands, make the commands non-negotiable, correct for non-compliance of a known command, 
with distractions and then add another dog and then another dog. And then you can have yourself a well-oiled machine. Next. Rasta bullies. I have a new male bully, two-year-old that gets aggressive with my male. Seems like no trigger. All dogs intact. Been doing some work with prong collar. Super aggressive, not stopping with e-collar. So this is the thing, Rasta bullies. It's not going to be the tools. It's going to be the philosophy. It's going to be the training that's going to be doing it. What I want you to do is, this is like, this is a perfect example of an, it should be an online session. But all I can tell you is this. Massive amounts of structure in your house. Hold your dog accountable for even the most basic of obedience commands. Teach them the word no, even for simple stuff. Enforce the word no. Don't lose your cool. Secondly, understand what loading is. Loading is like... Hey, Mon, I'm going to fuck you up. I just said that because it's Rasta, right? So, you know, um, it, understand what loading is, correct loading. And um, if you have to muzzle train those dogs, if I had three power breeds, I'd muzzle train those dogs. And, um, and, and then what I want you to do is at some point, you're definitely going to have to address the aggression head on. But that's really hard for me to do on um, a podcast. Next Kathy B, La Chancla sure works. I got snapped at and then warned with a nasty snarl. Both times deployed handy La Chancla. It's true. Kathy B. She's been double chancla before. Not messing around. Yep. Patty said, thank you. The cool thing is you always have two on you at all times. Historically. Historically. I guess tomorrow we got to put that chancla video up. It's time. Mm. I think we should put that up every couple months. I know. We put that up a long time ago. um, We've put it up twice so far. Have we? Yeah. Yeah, probably around a certain a certain conversation like this. Mm. It's like, man, that this is the one chocolate video where we talk about like, like, like people read up they 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 read us their chocolate stories. You know, my mother used to just whip it up in the air and catch it. That's just like a boomerang. Boomerang back in my hand. Hits you no matter what. You lost your shit. They'll hit you around a corner. Oh yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Um, Patty said thank you. Paul said great for John. I did the same cabin life rock. Nice. Uh oh, um, Wayne. Hey guys, this is there's like I feel like he's doing talk to text, so I'm gonna have to decipher this. Put went away for two days. Put dog in boarding. He didn't want to go in, but when we picked him up, he didn't want to leave. I think it was good socialization. What do you think? Well, Wayne, either they brainwashed him to hate you, okay? Make sure you tell your dad you had a good time That's here. Right? It's like, it's like. Don't leave. Remember, don't forget about that dinner. Don't forget about that buffet. Remember all of those activities. We did swimming. We did racquetball. You know, uh, don't forget about that. So, you know, I mean, I think a lot of dogs don't want to leave their owners. But once the owners, if you've got kids, you'll know this too. It's like, you know, mommy, 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 daddy, daddy, daddy. I don't want to go to school. And next thing you know, you know, they're, they're in school and they're like, this is great. This is great. Yeah. And they do that. They do it. They that put, was me. I used to freaking cry. They put, they do, I didn't they do want to go every sob, day. They put a fucking sob story on just for their parents. I don't know how my mom dealt with me every day. I'm, like, I'm not going to school. I don't know how she's still I'm not going to school. I don't know how she's still I'm not going you. to school. I freaking hated school. <laughs> Next. Oh, she dragged me in crying. Um, but Bia. Hi, Jeff. Oh, I already read that. Yep. Megan said, you guys are awesome. Thank oh, you. Oh, Megan, you're awesome. Thank you. Bazad Q and a number seven twenty six. Who have helped people in dog training more than you, Jeff? Lots of love from Iran. Oh, thank you. Actually, this is we've done over a thousand of them. We've got like we started counting. Like my 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 radio show is not even involved in here, and I was on the radio for gosh six years maybe. I was on the radio for a long time. Next, Grace. Hi, Jeff and 
Joelle, what advice can you give to help a 50 pound fear aggressive prey driven pit bull not to lunge at random strangers? I'm currently using a prong collar, but what other tips do you have? Okay, this is what I would do. I would get rid of the word fear aggressive. Actually get rid of the word fear aggressive. You'd definitely get rid of the word fear. But I would also get rid of the word aggressive. And I'd get rid of the word prey driven. And I would get what I would do is the narrative is my dog lunges at people. I think it's important because when we use the word fear, what it does is it's going to limit you psychologically on how to stop the unwanted behavior. Because when I tell you that you should apply a punisher to your dog for even thinking about wanting to get someone, something in your heart is going to go, I can't do that to my fearful dog. And I'm like, has it ever occurred to you that the person that's being lunged at by a 50-pound bully breed dog is probably a little bit more afraid than your dog? So how about them? So that's the magic. Again, understand what loading is. Have we done a what would Jeff do goes deep on loading? No, but we've made some kick-ass videos showing it before. We really have. Mm -hmm. We see it in all of our seminars. We see it here, too. Yeah. Next. Um, Grace said, thank you so much. You're welcome. Junior, both my wife and I are dislocated at our knees and to our oh ACLs. My God. I've been keeping both of them on an e-collar and teaching obedience outside. So more so recall. Am I doing enough exercise? No walks for now, unfortunately. Christ. Um, you know, do the dogs do that? I don't know. Would you guys both fall down? Would you together? both fall down together? I know something. They're in a three-legged race. Like a sack, a sack race. You know, yeah, you put those... each put a leg in a in a sack and then you just No, you don't each put a leg in a sack. A sack race is you're in a sack, but there is a three-legged race where you tie your legs together. You also put them in a sack. No. That's not how it works. You don't think they make three-legged There's no three-legged sack race. It's just a three-legged race. Can you look that up with right. your phone on you? Sack race is a thing in itself. I, I, you I, have to I, hop. I know. I agree with you 100%, but they also have a three-legged one too. No, they don't. I I bet you right now. Five dollars. Okay. They absolutely have it. The way you describe, they have absolutely one hundred percent. I agree with you. But we we made a bet on okay. the sack, the sack part. It's enough talking so about it's, sacks. It's, right. We were just talking about ball sacks a little bit ago. We haven't stopped. I think that um, you can only you've got to get yourself a treadmill. Maybe do recalls, play chuck it. You got to do the best you can. Next, Rita. Thank you. I'll try that for sure. You're welcome. Daniel said the Chancla rules. Chancla world. Junior said three or four times a day, potty over train for 15 minutes per session. That's all you can do. Next. Rhonda, thank you all so much. Hope you all come to Louisville, Kentucky one day. Um, we were just in Nashville. I know it's not Louisville. It's in Tennessee, but it's close enough, I guess. Next. Junior said basketball for me, free roaming our bill for her. Oh. What does that mean? What does that mean? Free roaming our bill. I don't get it. I don't know. Well, that's who got injured in basketball. Yeah, he got injured in basketball, but the wife free roaming our bill for her. Who's Bill? I don't know. Okay, next. Um, Bazad said, any suggestions for crate problems if you don't have an e-collar? How do you 
correct the whining or mess at the star. Thank you. Oh, geez. It, it would. It oh, would, free roaming pit bull. Oh, her. got it. Got it. So, um, comes to say Bill. Like Bill. It's like, Bill. Oh, she in such a rage. This is going to cost me $50,000. Then she breaks her knee, tears her ACL. She, she kicks something. She kicked, she, kicked, she kicked the trash That's can. That's literally what I was envisioning. She kicked the trash can. Oh, shit. Now mine's fucked up, That's too. Right. That's something I would do. I know. Fuck. Um, it's a new trash can from Home Goods Store. It's meant to, like, not move. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. It's got a cinder block in the bottom of it or something. So so I, I think um, for crate, I mean, the e-cower is magic for, for crate nonsense. It really, it really is. If not, you got to get up. No, bonk the crate, get up. No, hit the top of the crate with something. Next. That's it right now. That's it. It's 827. We got three minutes left. So um, we got two more days of hold on here. Gretchen has news. That's right. Are you serious? Hold on. Can we see? This is a three-legged sack race. Give me a break. No fucking way. Who's in the sack? They're not even both in the sack. Yeah, they are. Yeah, look. Is the, look, one leg on each side and the middle the leg in the sack. What is the point of that? Well, if you watch it, look, they're running. Look, they're running. They're running. <laughs> now they're falling. Kidding you owe me five bucks. Okay. Oh, my uh, God. So, um, one more question. Come more. Junior said been a veg and have been letting them free roam because i don't think i'm giving them enough exercise yeah, but, I hold but, place indoors yeah so this is the thing free roam well free roaming outside is fine but free roaming inside i i personally don't see the purpose of it but that's can uh, you do chuck it then you just have to stand there yeah. and you just huck the ball right but but i mean holding place is hard to do do sitting in chairs that's hard to do look at maybe a treadmill treadmills are cheap especially on facebook marketplace next Christine, separation anxiety, dog barks every time out of the room. So get yourself a uh, remote collar or a bark collar. Next. That's it. Next. Okay. It's time you to go. You said next again. Next. 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 Guys and gals, ladies and gentlemen. I still got a shower. Feed the hog. Pay the bills. We got to go. We got to go let that, that. Who picked that, up on what movie that's from? Come on. What movie? What is it? I can't thank you all enough for all the hard work you're doing. I can't thank you for all enough for participating in our we our, our tri-weekly Q&A. And, um, man, we will fight tooth and nail to keep our eyelids open to do these. Yes, Ashley, Christmas vacation. And, That's um, right. I, I'm madly in love with all of you. And um, thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Good night.